It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. And oh, buddy, what a freaking day, man. A day where, you know, it felt like across the league, it was like trap game Sunday, yeah. uh, favorites in trouble Sunday, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, look, it wasn't pretty. We're going to dive into it all, but the, the Eagles found a way to win a game. And I, you'll tell us about how bad it was, but seemingly on TV, a Super cold, ugly type of football game against a bad team. And, and Dallas freaking lost, Elliot Jordan because Dallas sucks. Dallas loves the Eagles and will always have our freaking back. And and look, it is like a tale of like we're going to get into it all. But but off the top, my, my main thought is, you know, what a day where the Chiefs went to overtime against the Texans. The Eagles obviously played a sloppy game that was a little closer in score than it probably should have been. But. But still, a, a you know, not a definitive win in Chicago. And the Cowboys blow a huge lead and, blow, and, and lose to a Jacksonville team that's better than the Bears, but still a, a significantly worse team than they are. You know what? I come out of it, and we say stack wins, and they stacked a huge win today, Elliot. Like, they basically, yeah, you know, yeah. they basically clinched the the one seed and the NLEs, basically. You know, for all NLEs, purposes. Okay, yeah. And NFC. <laughs> Um, today, man, today. So, you know, um, how you doing, pal? Like what, what well, a day I've, I've, I'm happy. My point is I'm happy. It wasn't pretty and there are things I'm annoyed about, but I'm happy. 
Well, there's so many things to start with with this game. Um, and I think that where we should start, though, and even if it's not how we start every victory pod, you know what? We've done a lot of post-game pods. We did 2020 pods. We did 2021 pods. There are not a ton of victory pods in there, right? So while it might be a little repetitive to start every pod with this, I really think it's a right way to start. Winners win. We're a winners win pod. Winners Stack and win. wins. That's been stack like our slogan wins. all season. Stack wins. Stack I, wins. And that's a freaking stack today. Bro. Yeah. And look, I am about style points. I do think there are certain games where you have to play well and you have to show certain things. But here's the reality. This Bears win matters just as much as a win at the Cowboys well next week. Because all the Eagles have to do from here on out, there are three games left. They have to win one of them. And yeah. we should or just not... have the Cowboys lose one of them. Yeah, or lose one. They could lose all yeah. of them and still get the yeah. one. But, yeah. but, but here's, here's the thing that I think is like the right way to start it. The Eagles are 13 and one. It's, I mean, real. think about that. They tied, I think, in the email it said. It's only once in our lifetime. Like, I've only yeah. seen the 2004 Eagles go 13 and one. They tied. That's it. Yeah. That's so, the only time I've ever seen it in my life. I'm 41 years old, Elliot. It's the only other time I ever saw it. And at that point in our lives, we were like, this is the best Eagles team we've ever seen yeah. by far in 04. Yeah. You know? And, like, again, 13 and one. They're basically going to be the one seed. And this is not where they were supposed to be after what last year was, after what 20 and 20 was. Winning has become routine for this team. Winning has become almost. I don't want to say taken for granted because people love wins and Eagles fans are excited and all that stuff is true, but they just go to New York last week, beat the giants. No big deal. They show up in Chicago today. They don't even play that well. They pretty much have the game always in hand. And we talk about it when we, when we talk about the parks app, but today's a really good example of it. At halftime, I pulled the parks app up. I opened it. They were minus 800 on the money. <laughs> the spread was eight and a half. That's what it was before the game. Right? So like, uh... Even though it was ugly, and even though there were stretches of the game where I was like, you know what, man, maybe this is this is it. And and I was thinking about it while it was happening, which is even though they're the one seed, it is a fragile one seed if they lose that game. Because if they lose that game, you totally. have to win in Dallas. Otherwise, assuming Dallas wins in that moment, we thought Dallas was going to win. Yeah, but but in that moment. Yeah, at the portion of the game where the Eagles yeah. were, you know, kind of struggling. Because Dallas, Dallas was up big. Dallas was up big. big. Yeah. yeah, 100%. They took the lead again with two minutes to go. But but look, like, winners win. Cowboys, not winners. As as you might say, I mean, if you want to, you know, drop it on them one more time. About I mean, Dallas sucks. Like, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, what, right. what so, a day for it. A walk-off yeah. pick six for the Jaguars. Yeah, too. I mean, I mean not, like not that's like a top 10 win in Jaguars history. Like, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's but, amazing. Um, but so they go from, you know, midway in that second quarter, whatever anyone wants to pick at the low point of the game, to where Dallas is winning, they're losing, and you're like, oh, my God, they could be the five seed. Because going to Dallas next week, now they're better than Dallas, so they could win the game. But going to Dallas next week is not an easy game. But guess what? It does not matter now. And I'm sure we'll get into it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, man. We will we'll get into it, buddy. Right. But like. The reality what a power is, move it would be to sit everybody for it. Oh, you it know would, what? You, you could. I'm just yeah. So so there, there's that to think about. But on a day where Hertz was bad early on, 
the offense was sloppy. There were penalties. I mean, the defense, I thought the some of the tackling efforts on that Justin Fields insane run was Oh, it was great. horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. And, horrendous. and I mean, they, it was like a second and 27 or something. Yeah. And he got like 50 yards. Or, I mean. Fletcher misses on the fumble. Like they Totally. Did, they it was did. sloppy football. They Who's brought up? their C minus game today. Yeah, it maybe even less than that, Elliot. Right. And 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 here's the point. And 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 look, I get it. You know, you know me. What am I gonna say, right? I mean, maybe one of my biggest dumb phrases that I've repeated a thousand times on this pod at WIP and yeah. anywhere else. But but athletes are humans. I knew it. I and, knew that's what you were gonna and, say. And and they look at that tape, and yeah, they know fields can move and stuff, but they look at that tape and say, Wow, this team, this team blows. Like, let's be honest, we're so much better than them. And they get there, and it's one o'clock for them, 12 o'clock internal body clock right. wise. And I'll, I'll tell you what, what man. Well, freezing cold, right? That's what I was about. You could see it on TV, yeah. Elliot. Like it, they said at the beginning of the game, six degrees on the field was what it felt like. And you could see it the whole game. It was like the, one of those games where you can see the the. I breath, just mean the, the hour early, just the yeah. hour early. Like my another good morning, point, right? Like exactly, like exactly. my exactly. And, was used to you know being like, oh, it's nine o'clock, so whatever. Like it's just it's completely. And different. you go in watching that film, being like, all right, we got this, and then and then that's where it's like nut crunch time, and that's why it's so hard to be thirteen and one in yeah, the season. 100%. Because you're gonna have these games where you're on the road in a really crappy weather, and it's it's not fun. It's not fun to be out there getting hit and the stingers and how battle that feels. And and you're you know fighting against a team you know you're better than them, but you just didn't bring it from an emotion energy. Football's all about that. Yeah. And like and to be able to gut it out and to be I mean like Hertz talk about like like anyone who, and I haven't been a league in the playoffs anyone who owns Hertz in fantasy you're like oh, you know the, the, the heading, yeah. right yeah. and then all of a yeah. sudden it's like a, it's puts up 36 points in my league with three freaking rushing touchdowns right. dude has 13 rushing touchdowns in 14 games yeah, like insane. it was just and that's where and 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 honestly like you know Hertz Today, like you want to talk about, we've seen him do so many different things this season. We've seen him win games just by running for a ton. We've seen him win games by, you know, dicing teams up from the pocket. I mean, the deep throws, the the the, the drops to AJ, like hit the drop in the bucket to him, like multiple today. I mean, it's just, but but today, like, and look, it's worrisome, and we could talk about that because my man got popped a lot. But like mm-hmm. today was like a Jalen Hurts saying, "All right, this is a trap game." We showed up like it's a trap game and I'm just going to throw my body on the line, throw everything I have on the line and find a freaking way to win this game and put points on the board and, and, and like do what it takes. And I was just, I mean, that was a, that was a Jalen hurts is your captain, your quarterback, whatever type of win today. I, I mean, thought, even though he wasn't great, like on a day, yeah. he didn't have it in the freezing cold, like man, dude, he, he was a warrior today, Elliot. Well, Another rough day for people that think Jalen is just being carried by the <laughs> I know. You had a right? great tweet. I thought it was a great yeah. point by you. Like when they were struggling, it was because Jalen was struggling. That was yeah. it. Like, you yeah. know, I remember we, and, we, and Nick, we'll get to that. Nick, yeah. it was not a great game plan, but all right. Well, we're going to disagree on that. So I'm excited to, to get into that wait. one. But yeah. Wait. But um, I mean, look, it, when, I remember we did the pod. Who's who, who should get the most credit for the Eagles' success? It was Nick, you know. Uh, Lurie, Howie, Jalen, and we we debated it throughout. And then at the end, I said, I'm overthinking this. That quarterback is the engine of the car, right? And he's the engine. And so this whole idea we talked about on Go Birds this past Saturday, that this whole idea that he was being carried, 
No, he is the reason this team is great. And you saw it today. The roster was the same today. The scheme was the same today. The coaching was the same today. Jalen was off. And so the whole team looked off the interceptions, the missed throws. I actually didn't think there were a ton of poor decisions. I thought his accuracy was just off. Um, he talked about it after the game and he said he was really cold and someone brought yeah, up. And that the Quez pick looked like a, just a miscommunication. Yeah, and the first, the like, first one just looked like an underthrow. I, I agree with you. I don't think it was a bad call. Yeah, I thought, Especially, and look, the play before we all know, like the play before, if they drive, like that play was like, that plays unreal. I mean, Arguably the best throw he's ever made running to that side, yeah, you know, kind of like insane and a great well, catch too. But anyway, go ahead. Well, it's crazy about those, those two throws. So the, the Smith one, I don't know how it came across on TV, but watching it live, I'm watching him. He throws it. I look and I'm like, Oh, he's throwing it away. Yeah. Devontae oh, exactly, just out of nowhere. It's, <laughs> like, it's exactly how you couldn't have thrown like, the ball any better. It was, it was a, it was an, a, a superlative play. In the Quez interception, watching it live, it almost looked like Quez wasn't expecting the ball or like well, he like thought it was it, too far ahead and he didn't well, dive for it. It but. looked like on, on the the replay, and it was pretty clear, and they talked about it, it looked like Jalen expected Quez to break harder to the left, like to cut harder. Yeah, or something and he like threw that. it to a spot and Quez cut up, like a soft cut up okay. instead of a hard cut to the left. Either way, I don't think it was a great throw and it wouldn't have worked out regardless. But it was clearly he thought Quez was going to do something. Yeah, some type of miscommunication. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, like it was almost helpful for Jalen's MVP case because we saw today that when Jalen, like all these games where we come on, they're like, wow, they scored forty five or forty eight points or fifty one or what, you know, blah blah. It's not a coincidence that Jalen's great in those games. When you have a great quarterback playing great, you're going to look way better. And when your quarterback isn't early on, you're you know losing to the lowly Chicago Bears. So early on, not great for sure. Um, but he improved. And I think one thing we talk about a lot with Jalen and we talk about so much with his demeanor and how he doesn't get rattled where that to me shows itself the best is he never presses and he never lets things snowball on him. I saw a lot of of Carson games where early on Carson would struggle. And then afterwards we're being asked, you know, Uh, Oh yeah, that was kind of a risky throw. Such a great point. out. Like, and he He never presses, he never presses and he never looks rattled. And yep. You know, I, I thought it's in this environment, in this cold weather and all those things, I mean, I would I would not have accepted them like just kind of, you know, going in their shell and being like, well, today's not our day because that's not acceptable in the NFL. But I would have almost understood it. I mean, I was out there, right? Like, totally, dude. Funny, totally. You could story. see it on TV. It was uncomfortable watching. So well, funny story. So after the game, I'm walking to like get my lift or whatever to, to come back to the hotel room. And I saw two people almost get in a fight. Like, and the guy was wow. like, he's like, you know, they were like yelling back and forth. I thought they were going to swing. And first, and I thought to myself, man, cause my ears were super cold. I can't wear a hat obviously because of my hair, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously right. Even so, though you look great in them, who knew? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good point. But, um, yeah. so, so anyway, my ears were really cold and I thought to myself, man, it would super hit to get, it would super hurt to get hit in this type of cold. And then I thought, well, the Eagles players just did that for four hours. I know they have helmets on, but I I truly believe like it was it was a level of cold where I would have almost understood giving up in a way. Like it was that cold. I think they expected to come in, end the game early, and just kind of like take it easy from there. And when that didn't happen, maybe they were just a little like, all right, what's going on here? And I mean, the defense played well. It was really, really just jailing at the beginning. But yeah, it was super cold and... They, they fought through. And to your point, this is why 13 and one is so impressive. And it's why only one loss is, I mean, again, think about that in the second quarter, 
if, if, you know, da- if Dallas wins that game and they just continue to kind of mess around and lose this Chicago game, think of how fragile that is, right? Like there's totally. been so many, the Colts game, the Arizona game, just so many games that could have gone either way and they pulled them out. And I don't know if this game would have gone either way. Cause I think they, even though they were losing, if they never were so much bad, game. totally. Yeah. Totally. They're just so much like bad. we like, said, we think that uh, you said C minus, I would honestly probably say D plus, but like they played either a C minus or a D plus game. And one by five with like the last point Chicago scoring being like a, a miscommunication on defense touchdown. You know, yeah, it was like they, the just, they, they dominated them. Like they did. They 100%. dominated them even though they played horrible. A hundred percent. But then at the same time, if Jalen doesn't get that third and six or whatever it is at the end, oh, Chicago totally. at least has the ball down totally. five. And as, as, as Justin Field showed, totally. it's, it's yeah, one he's, play. Yeah, you know? no so, doubt. But yeah, no, I mean, look, it's, it's a huge, it's, it's a, it's a huge win. It's a huge win. And again, like we're, I think we're focusing on how bad they played, which is true, but like the defense was really good today. Look, so we, st- we started with a, a stack wins all like, yeah, for sure. no, like my, I don't want that to be submerged. My main takeaway from today, especially in light of watching what happened around the rest of the league and watching Dallas lose yes. to the Jaguars, the team that the Eagles beat watching, um, the Chiefs almost lose the attack, like legit, almost at, like they the they, Vikings they, yesterday. They freaking won, man! Like they yeah. won this game again. To our point, where it's like they, it's hard to get up for that. Like, how do you go in there and look at the the Bears on tape? Like, you look at like the guys on D. I never heard of like eighty percent of the guys <laughs> on the Bears, man. Oh, it's crazy. Well, you, and, you said it, and it's true. I mean, it was a definition of a trap. Well, it's that's really, it's so funny, dude. It, it's so funny because it just was. Like, it was, they won it like a trap game. You always lose a trap game, but it was a trap game. And yeah. they showed up like a trap game and it looked like a trap game. And guess what? We didn't talk about it because we only talked about the Eagles, but but Dallas Jacksonville was a trap game for Dallas too. And they blew and it. Eagles, yeah. Exactly. And now the Eagles playing. won their trap game and well. Dallas lost their trap game. Like, yeah. And, uh, and Jacksonville's better. That's fine. I get that. But still, like, both teams had a trap game. And one one and one loss, and the Eagles found a way to win that game. And again, to your point, like I, I want to get to the game plan thing in a sec, but but I I agree. Like Hurts, I wanted to start with Hurts, but the second biggest and look, AJ was amazing and Devontae's amazing. I want to get to all that, yeah. but the second biggest reason they won this game is because the defense was freaking awesome. Yeah, and the defense, amazing. the defensive line was, and it's been weeks. This has been building, and I know it hasn't been the best offensive lines that they're playing, but this defensive line is getting confidence. Elliot, they're going to set the Eagles' season sack record. Yeah, like They're like <clears throat> six away or seven away or something from setting this, the record. 1989, it's like Reggie White and Clyde Simmons and all those dudes. Like They're going to break that, maybe even in 16 games, potentially. Yeah, that, that defense had to do it. Good. Dude, last thing, the point, like, and I don't know if you saw this room tweet earlier, but, but, and it changed today, it went even further. You know, Reddick's at 12, Har- is Hargraves at 10, Sweats at nine and a half, Graham's eight yeah, and a half. Ten now, no yeah. team in the history of the NFL yes. ever has had four double digit sack guys ever in the yep. history of the league. And like, there's a really good chance that's going to happen. They're <laughs> well, definitely going to have three. Like, that's crazy, man. And I'm not saying they never blitz because I think they're 16th in the league in blitz percentage. So they do blitz. But keep in mind, they're doing this basically, you know, just with their defensive line. Like, they don't have yeah, a lot of linebacker no sacks. I don't know any cornerback have a sack. Maybe Maddox does. Like, I, I they, they're, they're getting it from the front four. And totally. 
Today, Redick is twelve, man. Redick is was a yeah. terror. To, Redick was a terror. Yeah, today. he was dominant. He was completely oh, dominant early what on. What a signing, and, dude! And, what a signing. Know, we always de- we've been debating it more and more as the season has gone on. I almost tweeted it today, and then I, I pulled back because AJ's been awesome too. Because AJ had a one eighty one or one eighty whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was awesome too. But man, Reddick is yeah. You know, every single, I mean, a bargain. What they give him thirty million guaranteed. He's yeah. going to be one of the top sack guys. I mean, you could argue, and again, we would have to go through it and all that. But like, I think he's a better I contract would, than AJ. I w- I would be shocked. I would be shocked if there are. I was going to say, I, I think. I would be shocked if Reddick and Brown were not two of the top five offseason additions in the NFL this season for all teams. Yeah. Mine. I think they have two of the top five. Like they I have, have to look to through it and all that, but like they have to be, right? They I mean, have to be. There's no question about it. Brown's yeah. at like twelve hundred yards essentially, and, and Reddick is 12, 12 sacks. Man, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, so Reddick was awesome. I mean, the whole defensive line was awesome again. And that's why, awesome. you know, Hargrave, sweat, we, we, all of it. We, we both agree the team did not bring their A game, and we can, you know parse or whatever the saying is on like C minus D plus whatever. Sure. But the reason it's not an F a lot in a large point is because yeah. of the defense. Like the defense kept them in this game. I mean, there was a, two turnovers early that Jalen had. I don't think they gave up any points off of those. They did give nope. points up off the miles uh, fumble, which kind of looked like a, an incompletion. I think no, it, no. If you watch it at home, at least, and maybe people will disagree with me, but watch it at the home. Replay. Yeah. Both, both live and the replay, at least on TV to me, I felt very and look there was no doubt that once they called it that it was not going to get overturned right. i don't think you would have won but if you yeah. asked me if you just showed me the play and said which is that i probably would have called it a fumble yeah. personally but it was but, close but, so anyway they gave points up off of that but they minimized the damage of the turnovers early on so yeah i mean what they, they gave up 20 points but those last three were kind of i'm sorry the last touchdown is what it is they made a mistake it counts it could have ended up costing sure. them, but yeah. it was look, look, look uh your boy your boy Made only one bet today, and uh, one of it was Eagles minus six and a half. I took a, you know, in the Parks uh, app, that Parks uh, app, I I pulled them down to minus six and a half. I had them. I had the Lions money line, which, by the way, Dan Campbell, Our seven line, wins. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Uh, yeah. An important number because you said that would Very never happen in his number. career. He did it this year, and he's got games left to go. But I had that, and then I had Washington money line tonight. So I would be going in tonight, like, I just made one bet, and I, you know, I never it's bet for uh, yeah that touchdown. Uh, I'm just playing. sitting here despondent, but you know what? It's all good because Eagles won and the Cowboys lost. Dallas sucks. Shout out to well, Pete. I don't think you feel better. Hey. You ready? You want to go on your you want to go on your run the ball rant? I, I know, I know. Twitter. Yeah, well, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Seriously, because it's I, I like you come into this game. You're coming off first of all, Miles obviously having the the you know best season of his career by. Miles, sorry, yeah. I did not intend for that to be what it was, but it yeah. just came yeah. out. Um, but but he is, and he's coming off a great week, and and you're going into a matchup where Chicago has one of the worst run defenses in football, like 29 30th, depending on the metrics you look at. And it's a game where it's freezing freaking cold out. It's you know a disaster from a weather perspective. Like you're you're asking Hurts. I mean, so many design runs to get hit and hit, and he was he was popped today, and it's like freezing cold, and it's like a a tough day out there. Like, I don't help everybody out, run the football a bit. Yeah. Just come out and, and move the ball. You have a great offensive line. The Bears are so bad at stopping it. I think I would have been okay. And, and obviously, look, they won not, but I would have been okay if they came out and just kind of pounded them to death and won this game, you know, 20 to 10 and an, and an ugly, but, you know, they ran for 220 yards and just, 
you know, I, and Jalen had more space or, or less kind of pops because it was, you know, a little more of a real fake that they were actually going to hand the ball to Miles on RPOs and stuff like that. It just felt like, and again, look, they won the game and, and I think Jalen being bad, I think the passing offense could have worked early. Like, I think it's, I think it's not just the game plan that right. hurt it. I do think Jalen hurt it too, but it just felt like a silly game plan coming into this specific game with this specific opponent. And, and obviously it bared out that way, you know, for whatever that's worth, you know, so, results process, all that. So I'll say this, that, you know, I'm a big believer in passing the ball. Like that's, no doubt. It's, no doubt. It's, it's my fetish as we do. It, well, I actually, Oh, I remember. That's funny. I, I forgot something. Sometimes little inside baseball, and I'm sure you have this and I have this, but but sometimes when the other one's going and we don't want to interrupt, we just want to let them do their right. thing. Like you'll have something you're gonna say and you forget it. And I don't want to be sitting here with a pen and paper and writing exactly. stuff. I want to be locked, yeah. I want to be locked in with you. So I forget yeah. stuff. Um, so a point I was gonna make is in the last answer, right after I had said, as you hear my TV turn off in the background, that's nice. Um, uh, I was gonna say I said my joke about how you hear me say a thousand times that I'm a, a athletes are humans. Yeah, you had a line in your last answer where it was like, um, you know, it was something about you know passing, passing wins in football or whatever it was, and yes. I was like, that's the line that's that I, thing, yeah. I wanted to jump in and say it. But anyway, go yours ahead. is players are humans, mine's passed. I'm the just ball. happy we got back there. You know. Yes, but um, so here's here's my thing. Yes. I think that it too much of an extreme of one thing is never a good thing. So Agreed. I think miles only having one carry in the first quarter and a half is not good. Now, part of that is open. Yeah, and, and, and zero with the first like three drives or whatever. Exactly. Or three, right. yeah, like yeah, yeah. they're too good at running the ball. Miles is too good. It's windy. You saw Hertz was struggling. So I, I understand run the ball thing, but my ultimate opinion on this is, if we're all going to say Jalen's the MVP and we're all going to say AJ is amazing and Devontae's awesome and all these things, then I'm not going to fault Nick for going into a game feeling like he can pass the ball. Like that it, his game plan. That's fair. Is, no, you know, I get it. If his the Bears game, are bad at both. So I get it. I they're get they're it. bad at both. And look, Jalen weather thing in a situation. It was just like, it just didn't feel like a day you go out and sling the ball. It's like the football's hard to catch. It hurts hands. Jalen's hands going to be kind of numb. Like, it just felt like a classic cold weather football game. And, and I get it. You buck the trends and it doesn't always have to be like it used to, but it, to me, when I was watching this game, I was like, I feel like we could run all over these guys if we just did it. And it feels like the, you, right, the right move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quick tangent question, but I, I don't love it. I, I love it. Okay. Honestly, honestly, I think there is Favorite no one's no one's no, I'm going way bigger than that. I don't think <laughs> anyone's tangents in life, I prefer more than yours. Wow. I think you're the I king of tangents and conversations. Well, it's a lot Go of ahead. expectations off this. Uh, but is there any worry for you about Jalen in the cold? He admitted afterwards that he was worried about the cold. Last year, he played worse as it got colder. And he was asked about, well, it's going to be cold in Philly come playoff time. And he joked like, well, it's not going to be Chicago. And that's true. But it is going to be cold. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not raising the red flag. I'm just asking. I mean, he himself said it was really cold and his hands were numb and he definitely struggled. He struggled at the end of last year. Now their playoff game was in Tampa. So, you know, weather wise. Honestly, I think it's a really fair question. Um, he played at Alabama, I'll, he played at Oklahoma. He grew up in I'll Texas. Get, uh, no, it's a totally fair question. I'll give you the reasons I'm less concerned, but I think it's a fair thing to bring up. One, the running ability and how much that matters because it's going to be cold for everyone, right? Like, right. You know, whoever's coming in, it's cold. And if we're looking at the teams we're most quote unquote concerned about, you know, with Dallas and, and San Francisco, like 
am I concerned about Brock Purdy in cold weather? Who am I more concerned about in cold weather, Brock Purdy or Jan Hurts? Who am I more concerned about in cold weather, Jan Hurts or Dak Prescott? Like, Dak's not a freaking cold. So it's like, I get it, and I think it's a very fair thing to bring up, but I don't know if if it worries me this season that much. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And especially the running. The running matters, because if it's cold, you can just run. You know, so I'm at a point with the quarterback runs. I'm not going to lie. Like, I know you have to call them in certain spots. I know they, how much they do it for the offense. I know it's what makes them special. Oh, dial it back a bit right now. I don't know, like, man. Right now, right now. There's, I, I think, I think it's the two first runs of the game. Now, again, these are RPO things where he's making a decision, whatever. There were the first two runs of the game. He basically just plowed into the line of scrimmage. I know. You know, I mean, and he took more hits today than maybe any other game. Dude, there season. was a, he got popped. There was a hit today where he laid on the ground. And just kind of kept his. I head. know. Trust me, we all know. We all saw on TV. The announcer, the announcers mentioned it. It was like, yeah. Oh, now I will say, Jalen. The more I watch him play, he does do a thing where if he takes a big hit, he lays on the ground. I think he like composes himself, and then he just pops up, and he's fine. And I think that was one of those examples. But again, and I, I, I know running makes him special. I know there's look the touchdown today where the the C opened and he ran right down the middle. Oh, it was amazing. Those are huge plays, like hundred percent. But he's a forty five million dollar quarterback now. You know, yeah. he's your franchise. Well, and even back. that, forgetting that, it's more you need that him. that you need him. yeah, we're trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Right. Like this is a special team and a special season, and you know we're getting to the point where you know. We're there's no worth there, coming down to two games to get to the Super there's Bowl. no other goal exactly yeah, it's exactly. You, just need, you need to win two two home games and then you have a chance to win the super bowl exactly like, yeah. you know you need to protect Jalen at this point i'm actually with and, you on this and, especially because it's like at certain points it felt like excess felt like unnecessary you know yeah. and i thought it was last week against the giants they're up like 20 something points especially in the cold it's like yeah. that that, that yeah. I was about to earmuffs one, two, three. That shirt hurts so much worse in the cold, man. Like we all play, or a lot of us played football. Like I'm telling you when it's freezing cold and a helmet slams up against your arm, it's like a thousand times worse than like a normal day. So anyway. All right. Can you hear me now? I got you. I lost you. There was a microphone problem for a second. My we're good. Yeah. We're taking out um, delete. So everyone will hear that. Yeah, exactly. And we're live. So. Um, no good rant i did not respond because i was muted but yes like at the end of the day you gotta you gotta protect him from himself nick nick kind of used this example um i don't know if he was talking about jalen specifically but it was kind of like uh and he meant this in a nice way but it's like when you with with your kids you know you trust them you, you you know they'll do the right thing but sometimes you just gotta be the adult and not put them in the situation where they no doubt Position. No doubt. And Jalen's great at not taking a hit. Jalen's great at protecting his body. Man, when it's cold out and you're talking about having to win two games for the rest of the year, my goal for the rest of the season, because they're going to be the one seed. They're not going to lose all three games. They will win one of the last. Oh, three. they're going to be the one seed. Yeah, they will be the one seed, right? My goal the rest of the season is to minimize the amount of times Jalen Hurts takes a hit. Point blank. Because you are not winning. Look. Could they win with Minshew in the playoffs because the roster is awesome and it's two games and it's at home? Yeah, it's possible, right? But your best chance at winning the Super Bowl is with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, and you have to protect him from being hit. So that's the kind of the tangent we kind of got. Cosign, cosign. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 that's you- the that's the official GoBirds position. We got the one seed. Look, if you get to the last week of the season somehow and everything's a catastrophe and you have to win that game against the Giants, fine. Blame. Yeah, then it's but like, like, you know, then we'll deal with it there, but now protect him. I'm with you. I want to get that. Sp- go ahead. 
Well, this last thing I was going to say, because we I took us on the tangent, but with the throwing the ball thing, yes, I agree they should have probably ran a little more. Too much in extreme is one thing. I just ultimately always believe that you throw the ball to get the lead. I trust Jalen to throw the ball. I trust that their receivers are elite. Like, because because then also if you if you spend all week game planning to do it, and then Jalen comes out poorly and he completely switches everything up, like what's that say too? You know, like Jalen no, knows the point. game plan. Jalen knows what they want to try to do, <laughs> and so if if Jalen struggles early with two interceptions and all of a sudden he's like, wow, Nick's calling a lot more runs than I expected. I don't know how that does either. Right. So, and at the end of the day, I mean, AJ and Devonte both had over a hundred yards. It's a bit inflated, I guess in a weird way, because you know, 80 some or 68 of them were on one play for, uh, for AJ. But still, but still, but still you, you know, big passes count. That's the whole thing. I mean, Devonte had the big one too. All yeah. that. Like if, if, if Nick came into this game saying we can exploit them in the passing game, once Jalen cleaned it up a little bit, they absolutely did that. Yeah, and I agree. I, I get your point. I, I still don't like the the game plan, but I agree. I, I think Jalen, I think could have looked different. But but if I'm coming into this game looking at their deficiencies in the situation, I, I would run it more. Yes. But I get I get your point, and I think it's a fair one. All right, last two things I have, and then I want to look ahead to the Dallas game because all of a sudden it's interesting in a different way than we thought it was going to be interesting. Yes. Two quick thoughts. One, I've I've enjoyed the um, weekly. I feel like we don't give this person enough credit because this team has been so freaking amazing that it's like players who are playing amazing are getting a lot of credit. And even then it's not enough. Yeah. Today's guy, I think last week's was Reddick for me and boom, you know, that worked yeah, out yeah, again. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, man, Devonte Smith. So good. Yeah. Like AJ, AJ. Awesome. And yeah. like, what a signing and what a day. And he's just like a freaking monster there. But like, man, like Devonte is so smooth and so quick like quicker than you think he is and he's always in the right spot and his hands are amazing and his body control to get the like i i think back to like the the chip days when we had like doriel green beckham and all these guys and we used to like get like outraged about how a guy couldn't get get two feet in bounds on a ball you jump yeah. up for and these like ridiculous things and now like you watch javante and it's and it's perfect in all those ways and all those things i, I just feel as great as aj has been and he has been and i i'm not saying Devontae isn't getting credit I just no, I think like, it's really yeah. it's important to bring it's awesome. up. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, you look, I understand when you're the number one guy, the coverage is different. I get all that stuff. But I also think if you knew nothing about either player and you just watched this season, I mean, Devontae's almost as good as AJ. Yeah, he no doubt. catches. He's great along the sideline. For as, as much credit as AJ gets about like his yak, I don't think there's been a ton of yak from him this year. Not more than Devontae, right? So, I, yeah, I mean – they have two legitimate number one receivers, like flat out. They have, you know, we can we can debate this, and we have throughout the whole season and the off season, like you know, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. Maybe you take them. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, debatable, whatever. They're I think that's it. I think I think it's Waddle and Hill. I think it's Waddle and Hill is the only one I definitively take over. Yeah, but after that, like no one else is definitely better. So no in Devontae, you know. I think this is where you trust Howie, Nick, and Jalen to keep the relationship going. Devontae could decide when his his contract's up. If the Eagles aren't going to give him elite money, someone else will, and he'll go there. And I won't blame him. He should go get his payday, all those things, 100%. But, man, if he can stay here and if they can make it happen, they're going to have the best wide receiver duo in the NFL, you know, the majority of the upcoming years, right? Like, yes, Tyreek and Jalen, certainly. But Devontae is awesome. I mean, the you know, we talked about the Jalen catch early. Well, the, look, Waddle and him are going to be up for contract at the same time. So yeah. both those teams are going to face those decisions too. You 100%. Know? Um, yeah. But 
the the Jalen throw we talked about earlier where it looked oh good. my god a great catch by Devontae too I mean it was I think of some of the catches he made remember in Washington those huge catches like, oh my god totally he has just as many highlight real catches so well after- and also you know what else he has and it's someone and I you know it's you know that you bring up the name and it's a different uh uh you know connotation than it used to but but that's the way I was used to fo- uh feel watching Antonio Brown back in his heyday was like he would always be like open by a mile. And it's like, how is that guy just there? And there's like, you know, he's got like a yard to two yards right. in every direction. Like Devontae's like that because the route runner is, and he obviously makes the tight window and stuff, but there are just these throws where it's like, why is he so open? It's like, oh yeah, because he's just perfect at that. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's, yeah, he's elite. And afterwards, he's talking about, I mean, coming in, remember the clip against the Jaguars from early in the year where he was really cold. And, you know, he said he likes playing in the cold. It's the rain that uh, that does it for Love him. it. Love I mean, it. I said, you know, I said to him, as someone that also hates rain, I said, <laughs> you were like, I feel yeah. you, buddy. Trust me. I did not Trust say me. that. It would have been a tough one to explain. And, it would have been hilarious. And yeah, I it would have been. Had, yeah. Anyway, a few years ago, my basement flooded Devontae. <laughs> but um, no. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's awesome. He's unbelievable. I mean, and yeah. you're right. I think he does not get enough credit because Jalen gets a lot, deservedly so. AJ does because he's new and he's awesome and all those things. But, I mean, think about this. Devontae's going to have better numbers than he had last year, despite the fact that AJ's here. Oh, totally. I mean, he already had a thousand dude, yards. Dude, I, I, he, he's already didn't he, top it today. My bad. He got, he got more catches last week. He got more catches than he had all last season. Like he crossed last season's number yeah. last week, and last week. Yeah. And he'll, he'll end up beating it real quick. Side note too. It is kind of funny. They went on a 19 play drive and got no points. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's pretty hard to do. Like, you know, I just oh, it's it's very it. just like last year, Quez Watkins having a 91 yard catch that yeah, was the longest, longest catch in the NFL that year and not a touchdown. That's hard to do, too. Um, all right. Um, last thing I have, and then we'll see if you and then we'll look ahead to the Dallas thing because there is a question about that. But um, I just had to bring this up because you don't get to hear the broadcast because you're at the yeah. game. And I just love this so much. Uh, Joe Davis brought this up and he said that Nick Sirianni when they were talking to him and this is a quote unquote I can tell already yeah I love it so much he said to them and they were talking about his style and how he motivates guys and he goes um, Nick Sirianni said to us the most powerful motivator is love <laughs> I love that like, and he just talks about, he that, like if you love the guy next, and it's, we hear that from Nick and all that but like yeah, yeah. a phrase like that and he's so right like I, look we all know that I, I'm sure I'm not yeah. The only person who's saying, you know, my wife, and my daughter, I would, right. I would jump in front of a bus for them. I would certainly right. play football as best I could for them <laughs> and give them every, yeah. you know, and like, you obviously it's an extreme court. example, but you're going to go above me on for people you love and people you care about. And I just think, um, you know, it's just like a little line that, that like we always talk about is such a glimpse into why this guy is special. Um, someone tweeted me this week and I apologize because I forget who it was, but it was a really good point. We talk so much about, and we've brought this up on our own aside from this person that uh, you know, they compliment each other so well and they do, but I really do think Jalen allows Nick to be Nick, you know, like if Jalen needed different things as a quarterback, if Jalen, who wasn't who he was, maybe they're just are who they are. So Nick would be the same no matter where he is. But I do wonder if because Jalen's his guy, he's able to be a little more of himself here than he well, was. Especially because one is so reserved and the other. So exactly, like, right. you know, it's like they're kind of perfect contrast, but right, like a, right. yin, a yin and a yang almost from a personality standpoint. I do think Jalen would be this way, no matter where he was. I think it's just is who he is a hundred percent. I do wonder if Nick was in another situation, if he would as the coach be like, okay, 
you know, they don't need no, it's a, it's a super but interesting. I, I think because yeah, of who yeah. Jalen is, Nick's able to be who he is. And it's, I mean, it's, I love it's that. Perfect. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. All right. Looking ahead. Last thing that I have is, is looking at this week, you know, and this will be something talked about. They, as we've talked about, they're three games up on Dallas with three games to play. All they have to do is either win one or Dallas has to lose one for them to clinch division. They have a game against the Saints next week after this, right. a game that, you know, has draft pick compensation, you know, uh, 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 ramifications and all that. You know, coming off a short week, a, a cold game in, in Chicago, you know, how do you approach this Dallas game? Do you sit guys? Do you, I mean, look, we could all say it'd be the most power flex move of all time. And I saw Chris law on Twitter. He works the app on network tweet this saying that he said before the game day, but he's like, they should just sit all their guys in Dallas. It'd be the most flex power yeah. move of all time. <laughs> Plus you're going to face them potentially in the playoffs. Like why show me anything? Why I have to beat a team three times on it? But the counter is you beat them and you clinch your vision. It's over and you do it emphatically. Where are you at on this? So I, I can accept that the world is not ready for the take that they should sit their starters. I can accept yeah, that. I agree. But, but I would ask anybody that thinks that they should try all, all out what their why is. Like, what's the reasoning of why they should try? And if the reasoning is you want to beat Dallas, I can respect that. I know my you know best friend co- pod co-host can respect that as well. But that's not how decisions should be made, right? We saw this in training camp. Decisions shouldn't be made strictly out of emotion. I'm an emotional guy. I know it can be tempting. I always like to make decisions, or at least I, if I could make the decision all the time off my emotion, I would. But there's also sometimes I have to sit there and be like, okay, you want to do this, but what's the best actual decision? Nobody convinced me can convince me that the best decision is go into Dallas and try to beat them because you look, the Dallas has what 14 games of game film out there now, right? There is a clear opportunity based off looking at those game films, how the Eagles would want to attack Dallas in a game that really matters. Their coaching staff, Gannon, Sirianni, Steichen, Michael Clay, they will look at Dallas's game tape and say, okay, here's how we attack the Cowboys. You get one shot at that. One shot at surprising them with how you think you would attack them. I am saving that surprise shot for a potential playoff game. And you might not play them. The Cowboys could lose in the first round. The matchup might not come. But – they're the only team left on the schedule in theory that you could play in the playoffs. I know, I guess the giants could happen, but let's be real. Like you, you're going to smoke the giants. If you play them, the Cowboys have enough talent where you could, they could potentially be a problem. So I'm not exposing people to unnecessary risk in a game that could be close and heated for what it's worth. Right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a great point. I'm not, you know, saying a player is going to do a dirty thing, but they are rivals. Like, who knows? You know, someone drills Jalen. Who's more likely to drill Jalen at the end of a play? Cowboys player. Totally. Totally. Thing, right. It's a great, so, it's a great point. Um, um, and I know they're not going to sit him, but I'm not giving a hundred percent. I'm not showing anything. I'm going into the game. And I saw people like, you know, maybe sub guys in and out. Well, once you decide you're not going to try to win the game, then don't go half, half of it. Right. And to your point, this is, <laughs> this is, this is not half assed. You can yeah. say half assed. Well, I don't like to curse on the pot, but <laughs> so, so I understand, I do understand like the wanting to win part. I do, but, but how does it benefit them? Like, what's the benefit of trying your hardest to beat the Cowboys just to send a message and mo- like that, that aside, what if you do go in there and you smack them around and you try your hardest and Jalen's awesome. And it's an amazing day in Philly sports. And that's cool. And then the Cowboys are super motivated. I don't know. I just, I, I, the game doesn't matter anymore. They have to win one of three games. It doesn't matter if it's the Cowboys, the Saints, or the Giants. So I've been excited for this game all year. I thought it could be an all-time epic game, and maybe it still will be. 
we all need to be honest with ourselves and say, this game does not matter any more than the final two. And that's, it's something to consider when how, then how they should uh, approach this. I have nothing to add. Like I, what you said is my a hundred percent opinion. I feel com- exactly the same. Exactly. The same. And, and, you know, I think Nick- that's, that's all I got. Like I, I, I it is a hundred percent what all these guys, like, why would you show them your hand? Why would you yeah. risk players injury? It's a short week coming off a cold, tough game. Like it's third just, straight road game. It's just like a no brainer. I'm a hundred percent with you. 100%. Now, now, would you actually bench the starters? Yeah. I, well, look, I would. So, I, I, so hold, I up, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I would talk to. This is a team that's all about culture. Nick and Jalen, Nick and these guys, yeah. they have an amazing relationship. I would see what they want to do. In all honesty, I I don't think I would just flat out sit them without like them being okay with it. But if they want to play, I'd be like, hey guys, listen, I get it. We're not doing more than a half, and I would bargain with them and find a way for them to understand the importance of it all, and like maybe give them a chance to go out and get some reps in. But like, I'm not, I'm not trying to win this football game, and certainly when they're out there, I'm playing it vanilla. I'm playing not to get hurt. Like, I'm not taking it super seriously, <laughs> man. Like, I, I would hate it. I'm just telling you where I'm at. No, I, I agree. Look, I think it's it's if this was not a public facing business, that is the decision a smart businessman would make. Right? Exactly. So, yes. Take away. Take away. What's best for your company? What's, What's best, best for, for your bottom line? We're a bottom line yes. podcast. What gives Eagles a better chance of winning yeah. the Super Bowl? Exactly. Try to beat the Cowboys exactly. tomorrow, or let, or you know, on Saturday or whatever. And plus, let's be real. It's Christmas. Let everyone enjoy their dinner. Don't make it Love tense. That. Look and, at you. You know, and for what it's worth, and I don't think this would happen. But what if the Eagles try their hardest to beat the Cowboys and, and someone gets hurt or whatever? Or, or yeah. no, no, or or they don't. Like oh, they better, yeah. Power. They give it their best shot, their game plan. Everyone's out there, well, and they and they're probably going to lose anyway. It's a third straight road game. Like we always talk right. about, the numbers on that are insane. It's so hard to win those. Like just, just, just. I do, I do. I didn't, I didn't think of this component of it. It is a bit of a flex and a bit of a mind game to pull the Cowboys to go in there and be like, "We're not playing our guys." It's That's a little what I'm bit saying. Of, it would yeah, be such a flex. Like, hey, guess right. what? You got Gardner. Have fun well, against. Here's him. a question. We don't well, care I, about you. What would the NFL do? Well, they wouldn't I mean, it's Christmas about it, but what are they supposed to do? What are they I don't supposed know. to do? I, maybe, who knows if they like call the Eagles openly the not. game on that's that. That's what I mean. The, the, the radar is up when it comes to the Eagles. Yeah. Well, look, I teams sit their starters all the time. Like that's happened for years and years and years. I mean, the Peyton Manning Colts were undefeated and sat their starters. This like, is a I mean, unique like, situation. They're 14 and 0 and they sat their starters, Elliot. Think about that. But, but, but this would be unique. That's and even it's more also, unique. 14 and 0 for they no, were no, undefeated. No. That's the most unique. I'm saying, no, no, no. I would be curious to know how many times. The point is, don't like start the guys and then pull them if it's a closed game like you did last time. Like, execute yeah, no, it better. Say, look, if you Just play them, you guys. play them. If you play them, everyone him, you understands. Play. This has been forever. So, but let me ask you, but this. I get it. It would be, I think, the first time you sit starters where you have not clinched anything. Oh, I agree. And are you tempting, it, look, are you tempting fate a little bit? I don't maybe, like, maybe I don't know. What are the Honestly, same thing? You know, it's like walking somebody and then hell yeah, I'm just trying to enjoy a win over the bears and you're already, you know, yeah. Well, you let, over, you know, let this sit for a minute. Let me think yeah. it. No, honestly, I would not do anything to risk my long-term chances in this That's, game. But yes. like, look, if they go in and say we're gonna play, we're gonna try and win and clinch it, and then we can figure it out. Like, I'm not gonna kill them. Like, I'm not gonna say, like, you morons. But if it were right. me, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I mean, look. They have a great chance to go to the Super Bowl. Every game, they, and I thought this going into the game today. Today was a no-win situation, 
right? They're supposed to win. If they win by 30, it's not, it's not like no one's writing home about it because it's just another win. Only bad could come from today in a lot of ways. And that's kind of where they're at until the playoffs now. Like that's kind of where they're at. There, you know, th- there's so much risk. So I just yeah, you're thought, the one seed. Just get to that playoff game healthy yeah. and and not too uh, you know, uh they haven't played in a while and you can't you bring it, but well, it'll be a fun week of discussion, that's for sure. I can't wait. All right. Um we will obviously have pods this week leading up to the game. Um, and after the game, any uh, final thoughts before we get out of here, buddy? Is uh, again, you know, they win, they stack one. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, look, Chicago's an awesome city. Uh, you were right about that. It's a super sick city. Uh, no, love it. Because it's all. It's really just good because I have to put Zoe to bed. I, 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 I have to put. Yeah, yeah, good. No, we're, I was going to say I have to put Zoe to bed. So what's your final right, thought? I got no seconds, other final. Twenty yeah, seconds. Go for, it. go for it. I was really looking forward to the Cowboys game. It'll still be awesome. But I'm happy Christmas is going to be about Christmas. You know, like let's you know, like well, let let's get our holiday back, right? Like the Christmas will be about Christmas now, Christmas Eve, and I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. So, I'm happy for you. This is not. I'm not your audience for this one, but I'm sure there are people not. out there being like, yeah. I love it. I can care less. But I'm with you. I'll just enjoy Christmas Eve dinner without wearing if the Eagles are going to win. Love it. I love it. All right. Um, We will be back later in the week. As again, the 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 headline is thirteen. Eagles are thirteen and one. Man, like thirteen and one. It is astounding. All right. We'll be back later in the week. These items, James.